you know, this season is definitely beginning to, I'm beginning to wonder how it is to figure out with these guys. As you know, we were ranked 22nd in the preseason, but already three games into the season, we're starting to see a few things coming through. Yes, I knew the offense probably might take a step back, but I didn't think they were going to take this big a step back. Although one can say, hey, they were playing the number one team in the country. What do you expect? Well, three games into the season, the offense looks P.U. Offensive. And that's especially true with the offensive line. There's more holes in it than Swiss cheese. I take that back. More holes in it than a fashionista's jeans on a Sunday, if you get my drift. DeVito was absolutely running for his life most of the game. Yeah, it seemed as though whenever he dropped back, there were Clemson players in his face. And eight times they said, Sit down, son, to DeVito. And when he could get a chance, he often was throwing on the run. And it doesn't help when they couldn't open holes for the running game. Only 15 yards rushing. 15 yards. Boy, wish we could win with that. Not. But you know what? DeVito himself made his share of mistakes. Twice, the Orange picked off Clemson and returned it inside the 10-yard line. First time, DeVito throws an INT on the next play. And then they get down to the 3-yard line on another interception... And they can't even break the plane of the goal line with the sorry running game they've had. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say about their running game. Sorry. Oh, a pathetic 240 yards rushing through three games. And I mean, it's, it's pathetic how I'm seeing De DeVito, even when he has time, be indecisive or off target. Three games into the season, the thing that is the centerpiece of Babers' game is actually pretty few. You know, time to gel, guys, not separate, as that's what an offense should be doing once you get to the third or fourth game. And the defense, well, at least they didn't take the game off like they did against Maryland. They actually hung with Clemson and gave them a battle for about three quarters before Clemson's talent shone through. Yeah, all in all, another disappointing thing, especially in a home, uh, in a sellout home crowd, there to watch Tim Green get his jersey retired, and there hopefully to watch us knock off the number one team in the country. But it didn't happen. 41-6, Clemson wins. Now we get into a stretch where hopefully DeVito and the offense should gel. We go against Western Michigan and Holy Cross the next two weeks at tw the dreaded 12 noon kickoffs. Yeah, dreaded because, I mean, if you want a tailgate, you probably have to get out some breakfast omelets. Of course, it's 5 o'clock somewhere if you want to have some beer at your tailgate party. Oh, well, time to... Time not to regress, and time to egress. I mean, push forward. Not egress means escape. But we gotta escape from this hellhole, Cuse, or else you're gonna be in trouble, 
and Dino Babers could maybe be in trouble. And I don't want him to leave because he has brought some energy. But if his game plan doesn't work, it might be time for him to egress. But I mean, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. He's done a good job so far, but they seem to be regressing a little bit. Come on, Cuse. And now to a friend of mine who I had breakfast at his uh, diner Sunday morning. Yeah, my associate sponsor, Mar Marty Culgrove, and his place, Coach's Diner. Well, let's just say he is a pride and true Giants fan, along with being a Yankees fan. And because Buffalo was going down to play the Giants, he was his usual self. But I got something to say, to quote the Starkist commercial. Sorry, Marty. The better team won. You know what? Maybe we should play in MetLife Stadium more often. But I digress. Another pretty good performance by the Bills, who seem to maybe be turning the corner a little bit, because they played pretty good, except for one quarter, in a pretty good 28-14 win over the Giants. I'm becoming more impressed with Cole Beasley, John Brown, and their new rookie running back, Devin Singletary, more and more each week. Well, of course, Singletary started playing hopscotch on a play in the fourth quarter. Something happened to his hammy. But the thing is, hopefully it's not serious. Because Singletary's one of the most exciting new running backs to come along in years. And I think he is going to be a major star for the Bills. Yeah. Frank Gore, old reliable, is still there for the tough situations, including scoring a touchdown in the fourth quarter. But Singletary is an exciting, great runner. And, of course, Beasley and Brown are making the clutch receptions for Josh Allen and the Bills. And the defense is also doing its thing. Even if on the opening drive for the Giants, they kind of took the, the drive off. Because Saquon Barkley was running wild. But they held him in check the rest of the game. Pretty good win. Now it's time for the home opener. We go against the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, and Cincinnati. Who seems to be regressing. If you catch my drip from my opening bit. But let's keep it going, Bills. Starting to look pretty good. For the high schools this week. Well, another big defeat to, by Minders to this Federation scheduling, but a big win for Waterloo. Yeah, the Federation scheduling hasn't been kind to Minders, because they go down to Warsaw and get pasted by Letchworth Warsaw. But Dansville came up to Tom Coughlin Stadium for Waterloo's home opener, and the thing is, we turn those Mustang, Mustangs into tame horses. Yeah, a pretty good 24-12 win over Dansville. But that Federation scheduling still isn't going to be too kind to us this week. This week, a pretty good team comes up to Minders from Steuben County. Waylon Cohocton comes up here to play Minders. And Waterloo goes to play a powerhouse in Section 5. Each East Rochester Gananda. This Federation scheduling I'm not a fan of, but we gotta live with it this year. Come on, Blue Devils. Show a good performance, hopefully, because it's on our home stadium. 
But yeah, Wayland Coocton's pretty good. And good luck to Waterloo against East Rochester Gananda. Last but not least, I'm going to talk about could this be the end of the line for the old quarterbacks. Van Roethlisberger didn't hit, hit anybody, but his elbow popped on a pass, and he's out for the season. Yeah, he's one tough SOB, but with an injury like that, could it maybe be the end of the line? We'll see how he is next year if he continues. Because, I mean, Terry Bradshaw had almost the same type of injury. And he, he wound up playing a game, but then it popped again. And his career was over. Drew Brees, he injured his thumb. He's having surgery. He's out six weeks. Phillip Rivers, he hasn't rankled the Bills, Bills fan base. But, I mean, he's still going. But you got to wonder how long he has. Of course, the quarterback I wish would retire, he's still going. And, of course, the Patriots are flourishing once again. Oh, boy. Lastly, a little tribute to a couple of rockers who passed this week. To Eddie Money and to Rick Ocasek of the Cars. Thank you for the music. Keep on rocking in heaven, boys. I'm Ken Haas, and those are my stories for this week.